Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I'm Jillian Aurora. And I'm Marie Wallace. And we are your hosts today. Good morning. Welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I am Jillian Aurora and I'm here with my co-host, Marie Wallace. Hi, everybody. We're super happy to be here with you this morning live. Live. And um, whatever platform you're joining us on, whether it is Spotify or iTunes or live every week on our Facebook group, we welcome you. If you haven't found our Facebook group yet, please do that. We are at facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations. And there you can see all of our live videos every week and you can also comment and discuss and ask questions. So please join us there as well. Today, I'm excited we're gonna be talking about how to value yourself. Specifically, like how we value ourselves in our actions, like protecting our time and our energy and our effort. Our and resources. Our resources. Yeah. yeah. So we inform others how to value us by our actions, by our behavior. So we can say that we value ourselves deeply and yet, if we are, let's say, giving deep discounts, if we are working in a job that doesn't pay us what we're worth, or we are giving our time away for free and then feeling frustrated, our actions are actually informing other people that we don't value our time mm -hmm. and we don't value our effort. So I wanna talk about this uh, specifically in regards, especially to women, because Often we deal with this belief that other people are entitled mm -hmm. to our time and our effort um, and our resources and our bodies. It's very common to think because of all of the programming that we've experienced over many generations, um, it's very common to think that other people are entitled to have, let's say even effort-wise, um, well, I'm the wife, so I must clean the house and do mm -hmm. the laundry and cook, right? Yes. That's a lot of effort and a lot of time. And it is valuable. It's not something that is just taken for granted and assumed. It's something people get to ask permission for. And so I want to talk about um, actually raising the requirements for people to access your time, energy, attention, resources. Uh, because people get to ask permission, just like I ask permission mm -hmm. to have someone's time, or I ask permission to have someone's effort, and there's an equal energy exchange that gets to happen, I'm also going to require that same value of myself. And this, like, this is a big one, because I can understand it up here and practicing it can be really a difficult. lot harder. Well, like you said, it's just those expectations from generations of what we're used to. And so to break that pattern, we have to be consciously mm -hmm. aware that that's the little paradigm we're buying into instead of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah, I often will meet with women who are like, why is this so damn hard? Like. <laughs> Why, I get it. I understand what you're telling me. I understand I'm entitled to myself and my own time and resources. And yet it's like, I feel so guilty. Mm -hmm. 
so guilty for taking ownership of what is rightfully mine. Why? And it is because we we're, we live in a culture where we are often told, we are told that good women, good wives, good mothers, good friends, good employees, they give and give and give without, um, without any barriers, without any limitations, and that there's something wrong with you if you for the resentful. team, for the family, for the yeah, you know, mm -hmm. the greater good. Oh, yeah, right. Because it's ingrained in us. It it's is just ingrained. But I've learned to trust myself that when I feel resentful about giving something, it's actually an indicator. Like that is the divine in me. That is my divine power saying, "Hey, this is not honoring to you." This is not an equal energy exchange. That resentment is one of the most beautiful gifts that I'm given. It's a feeling saying, hey, listen up. Like you get to- An inner red flag. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we, we can claim that we value ourselves. We can claim that we have self-worth, that we love ourselves, but where are your actions? Just like I'm always talking about um, letting other people's actions inform you about who they are and what their character is and if they really respect you or honor you we are also informing other people by our actions and so if our words are saying uh i value myself and then our actions are saying no never mind anybody can walk all over me and i'm actually giving myself at their mercy so basically what what is happening is we're relying on other people to set and hold our boundaries for us instead of taking responsibility of honoring ourselves so we're waiting for somebody else to do that for us and we're not being honest with ourselves like it's a big flag for me if i'm not honoring myself and i'm not being honest with myself because mm -hmm. like you said our words and our actions aren't matching and pretty soon i'm going right. I am lying to myself. I say that I'm doing this, but I'm really, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do we do this? How do we do this? So um, really, I think awareness is everything. So when we realize that we are feeling guilt for something that's actually an old programming, we get to do it anyway. So honoring myself means honoring, you know, pieces of myself, time, effort, energy. So what am I giving my attention to? Who am I giving my attention to? How am I using my effort? Am I just giving that away and basically saying it's not valuable because my actions are saying it's not valuable? Um, my time, am I giving with resentment where I'm like, oh gee, I really don't want to go to coffee with that person. Or man, I really, I don't want to be standing here in this conversation and um, it feels draining. Um, or my body, do I feel guilty if somebody, you know, rubs my shoulder and I feel uncomfortable and do I then respond with like, oh, it's, it's not so bad, it's okay, it's whatever, or do I say, uh, please don't do that. That's my bubble and that doesn't feel good, so please don't do that. Um, money, do I feel like I'm giving away my resources, my money, and um, feeling obligated? Yeah, if you're feeling resentful or obligated, that's a good indicator that that's probably not the right energy even to be giving to it, mm -hmm. right? And and we also have to think about the other person receiving that energy that we're giving out. Because if I'm giving out resentful energy or giving out this obligation, they're going to feel it. And, and 
that's not a good exchange for either party. Right. Well, and this goes back to, you know, what I say all the time is what honors me honors mm -hmm. everyone. And we often think that if I'm giving, 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 I'm honoring the other person and I'm not. If I'm giving with resentment or I'm giving in a way that's damaging to me, what is it in me that's saying you need me to damage me? That's pretty sick. That is super sick. That's not honoring. It's not honoring for me and it's not honoring for them. So we get to come to terms with realizing I'm not the only resource in the world. If and it's not, if it's thing. not something I feel inspired to give, if I don't feel inspired to give my time or energy or resources, I get to trust that there's billions of other people in the world there's so many other resources that might be a match that will be a match for that person and by blessing and releasing i actually free them to find the resources that do feel honoring and are not harmful because when i'm giving out of resentment or i'm feeling depleted when i'm giving i'm dishonoring me and i'm dishonoring them agreed it's a it's a much healthier perspective and honoring and releasing to and trusting that the right person or a resource will come to them is a very freeing feeling for me mm -hmm. so i i like that a lot i agree it feels incredibly freeing although there can be some guilt involved oh there is <laughs> always that guilt word shows up so i think that's from programming too yeah it's important um it's important to realize the guilt shows up because it's confronting to the old programming. And so the good girl is going to show up and the good girl is going to say, but don't you know, I have a little religious upbringing that makes me just, <laughs> don't you know that good people give and give and give and How they don't you feel be so selfish. <laughs> How could you be so selfish? Oh. And don't you know that, you know, they're already having a hard time and how dare you put them in a harder spot by not giving to them, <laughs> right? These are the good girl yeah. messages. And um, these are the voices that show up in my head when, um, when I'm confronting these old beliefs and really taking back the entitlement to myself. Because that's mm -hmm. what this is about. It's taking back the entitlement to myself. I already am born with entitlement to me. That's the only thing I'm entitled to mm -hmm. in this lifetime is my energy, my time, my resources, my body. I don't have to ask permission to have those things. Nobody owes them or nobody uh, owes I, me. I don't owe them to someone else. Uh, I don't have to ask permission. They're mine. They're mine. And so it's coming back to this sense of truth that I'm entitled to me. Mm -hmm. When we have been told, especially as women, that so many people are entitled to us first. Mm -hmm. So yes, you're gonna feel the guilt. You are going to feel that you're not entitled. You know, how dare I tell that person no? How dare I tell that person I don't want to spend time with them? How dare I tell that person I don't want them to touch me? How dare I tell that person I'm not going to give them money? And we just want to say to you out there that we are we struggle right along with you. It's sometimes a lifetime of learning and we have these conversations because we need to be reminded ourselves. So we have them with ourselves <laughs> because as we're saying it to you, we're reminding ourselves that it's important for us yeah. to to honor ourselves and to stand up for ourselves and to 
to honor the other people in that relationship as well. So right. just know that you're not alone out there and we don't have it all figured out. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, in fact, I shared a life just last practicing. week because I was like a total mess. Like I had so many boundary, um, we get to struggles. practice it. Yeah. And so. the universe is so great to provide so many opportunities because yeah, all of those, all those mean girl, uh, messages come up like oh you're being so mean and you're you're rude and how could you possibly abandon this person so you know we deal with those things too and that's why we're talking about it because I believe as we talk about these things we all get better we all heal because if I'm having those voices you're having those voices too mm -hmm. and um, I believe, you know, when we're struggling, when I hear somebody else say, yeah, I have those voices too, and I struggle and I feel guilty, um, it's, it's much easier for me to realize the commonality and the unity that we all have, and we're all doing this leveling up together. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, and that's super key. I want to check in with our listeners really quick. I think I see a question there and I just want to say hi to everybody. So thank you for being here. Ed, Kirby, Elaine, Karen, Amanda, Thomas, Shay, Ben, Justin, Bill, Melanie, and then let's see, Amanda just answered to an issue I have been dealing with the last few days. Thank you. You're awesome. You are too, Amanda. Thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah, I think these are dilemmas that come up for us because we often, um, we're, we're all kind of awakening to the sense of having boundaries. Like, how do we do this? It feels really weird. Um, everybody's talking about boundaries, but what does that even mean? And so we're talking about all of the uh, protests that come up. And we're talking about self-worth and how do we do that? What does it look like? Because it's a hot topic right now, but I think a lot of people are, are thinking, yeah, I want that, but how? How? Yeah, that's <laughs> the big one. So I, I'm glad that we're going to talk about that because you have to know what you want. In, in order to fight for something, you have to know what you want. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing is wh what are you protecting? You know, is it your time? Is it your resources? And if it is showing up for you as an indicator, right. then that's a good time to take a look at it. Oh, I forgot that I really need this time. I have some big things coming up where I need to really value my time for about a week. And so... It's navigating out and go, okay, what is what what can I do? This is how much time I have. I have to be focused. I have to mm -hmm. figure out how much time I have, what I need in that time. So knowing what you want and need is really super important in that particular Yeah. Clarity. Clarity. Clarity is and focus. <laughs> yeah. Um, very, very important. In fact, um, I teach this a lot. Very often um, we're relying on other people to know what we want, and that's a very unfair... You can't read my mind. <laughs> we can't read anybody's <laughs> mind. Um, it's very important that people do the work to be clear about what they want, because um, it's actually pretty hard to identify what you want. I hear a lot of people identify what they don't want. Mm -hmm. It's a real challenge to sit back and really think about what we want, and then we start to realize how unfair it is to think that somebody else is going to know what we want mm -hmm. when I don't even know what I want. <laughs> Boundary setting, 
requires us to get very clear about a couple of things. It requires us to be very clear about what we want. It also requires us to be very clear about what our rights are. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm feeling violated, I get to identify what right is being violated. And um, it could be the right to entitlement to myself, right? If somebody is assuming of my time, it's because it's violating my right to my own time. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody is in my space violating my body, it's because of my entitlement, my right to my own body. Or if somebody is yelling at me, it's my entitlement, my right to having peaceful conversations, mm -hmm. open and honest conversations, whatever the thing is, whenever you're feeling hurt and resentful, it is informing you of a violation of a right. So get clear about what right it is that you have. And once you're clear about what right it is that you have, then you get to decide, how do I respond when this right is violated? You know, if someone violates my, my space, my body, how do I respond? Because it's not on the other person, mm -hmm. right? They're responsible for their behavior, but you're the one who gets to dictate this is or isn't okay. Because if you allow them to continue being up in your space, they're going to keep doing it, mm -hmm. right? You've informed them with your actions that you are going to tolerate it. So it's a two-way street. Um, everybody takes 100% ownership for themselves. So if I don't like the way Marie's up in my space, right? <laughs> then I get to say, Marie, back the hell up. <laughs> Which is where the brave heart conversations comes from is because you have to be willing to stand in that space. It's still a loving space. Yes. You can still be loving and brave at the same time. And I know brave is sometimes a... a triggering word but it just means just being able to stand up in that space and and allowing your heart to guide the conversation in a loving kind way most people will and they'll be shocked a little bit at first mm -hmm. but most people usually respect that and they don't they're they may not even be aware but it, it's a brave space to ste step into you have to have a lot of courage to ask for what you want and mm -hmm. it usually turns out pretty well it can. Sometimes it Sometimes doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. So, We've experienced that. Yeah, and I think this is super important because when I set a boundary, someone's response to me is a great um, informative tool. So in healthy relationships, when I set boundaries, people respond with openness. Mm -hmm. They care about my needs, and they're like, oh, I had no idea. How can we find a win-win solution? Yeah. That's the response in a healthy relationship. I've had the opposite, too. I've had many, many times. And it's heartbreaking, and we don't want to lose people in our lives, but as we've talked about in previous episodes, someone usually comes in that fills that space in a very honoring mm -hmm. way. So I'll go back to the the example if Marie is up in my space <laughs> and I say, Marie, back the hell up. And Marie's like, fuck you. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> then, then I get to say, this isn't working for me, mm -hmm. right? And I will remove my presence because here's the thing. Our boundaries have everything to do with our presence. Nothing else. I don't get to determine how Marie behaves. What I do get to determine is where my presence is because it is my presence that is fucking valuable. So people get to earn the privilege to be in my space. 
They get to earn the privilege to have my time, my effort, my body, my resources. That is an earned privilege. That is not a right for anyone but me. So my boundaries, whenever I set boundaries, the consequence of not respecting me is losing my presence. Mm -hmm. It's not punishment. It's not making them be a certain way. It is losing my presence, which is something that people have to earn access to. It is limited access. It is not something that everybody has the right to have. They don't, they don't get access to me without my permission. So this is a really key element of boundaries because boundaries can be very misunderstood. Boundaries can be very, um, pe people think of them as rules or things to dictate to other people and that's yeah. not what boundaries are. <laughs> boundaries are this, uh, it is self-worth. Boundaries and self-worth are literally the same thing. It is my way of saying this is the requirement to be around me in my space, accessing me. Well said. Can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so if I get anything but a response from Marie saying, "Oh, I had I'm so no sorry, idea. I didn't know you. I have no problem giving you your space, right? If I have anything but that from Marie, then it's not a punishment, but it is saying, Marie, this just isn't a good fit for me. If the um, if the response is still dishonoring, this also, my friends, gets to be. Um, a boundary that we have outside of just uh, relationships like friendships and romantic relationships, but also work. Work relationships. You know, I, I specifically had wanted to talk about how we value our time and the exchange. Like, uh, money exchanges are huge. We often are selling ourselves out by saying we have to stay in a job that we know our skills and our time are not being valued at what we know that they are. So we get to stop being a bitch to money and we get to, because very often what we're doing is we're saying, well, I do value myself, but I can't because of money. Just a lot of excuses. <laughs> so for that um, conversation, we may not want to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, work also gets to inform us that if we say, look, you know, I want to have this difficult conversation with you. Um, this is what I believe my work is valued at. And um, I don't believe that we have an equal exchange here. Uh, can we work something out? If, if the answer is not, um, is not honoring, then you get to reevaluate. Just like a romantic relationship, you get to let it go and release it knowing something better is going to come in. And this was something that was really hard for me. I put up with work for a long time that was dishonoring. Um, I was working my ass off. You know, I was working overtime. I was working hours I wasn't getting paid for. I was working in a job that was extremely emotionally taxing. Um, and even though I would get 100% performance reviews, um, glowing reviews, um, there was still, well, we don't have enough money to give you a raise. Uh, and I eventually got to a point that my self-worth was enough that I said that's unacceptable. Yeah. And not that I'm going to demonize them, but that this just isn't a fit anymore because I value myself enough to stop giving myself away for whatever excuse. True. Have you had those experiences with work as well? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was a teacher, so I can't. 
Oh my goodness. So what comes up for you? Just time and time again, you know, I think teachers have that big heart space. Yeah. And, and you know, you throw little children in there and then your heart, you do go, well, it's for the kids. And someone will give you that, that excuse, well, it's for the kids, it's for the kids. And, you know, you know, don't do it for the money. Do it. I have heard that. I mean, I taught for over 20 years, so I heard that a lot. And then I started to get into another profession. And the first thing they said was, don't do it for the money. I go, oh, I'm not going into here. <laughs> or whatever it is. It was just so dishonoring. There was a point where I made four bucks an hour. And that didn't count all the planning time and all of that. It was just the way the time had been divvied out. And I was just going, it just, it wasn't honoring to me, especially knowing how hard some of the, the people were working, including me. I mean, sometimes I put my all into it, which was not, again, I wasn't valuing my time or my energy or my space. And so, yeah, I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> well, I want to go into that a little bit more. So this really brings up um, the feminine shadow and how the feminine really allows itself to be consumed. So it's really being uh, used against us. The, the beautiful feminine aspects the caring, yep, the, the caring, loving, the empathy, yeah. and that desire to help. Um, we're selling ourselves short and we don't have to. And here's what's happening is we've gone only into the feminine and we are forgetting our warrior. Mm -hmm. So we can be both very, very, very caring and helpful and compassionate towards these children. I came from social work, so another field where mm -hmm. people are taken advantage of because they are caring, they're really wanting to help. So the the other side of that that gets to be present at the same time, I love Brene Brown, I probably quote her every Me single too. time. But <laughs> anyway, um, you know, she talks about having a soft front, tough back. And very often we're all coming in with a soft front with no squishy tough back. <laughs> and so our warrior is that tough back. Our warrior is our provider and protector. So our warrior is what comes up and says, yeah, I love the children and, and you don't get to take advantage of that desire to help. Mm -hmm. And I'm still worth this much, no matter the excuse. Mm -hmm. My time is valuable. And I'm not going to buy into the bullshit story that says dishonoring me actually helps you. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Not if you're a teacher, a social worker, a nurse, a whatever. Dishonoring me does not honor you. No. And so we get to release that story and we get to awaken the warrior in us that actually gives us the space for the goddess, which the goddess is the one that is super caring caring, nurturing, compassionate, connecting. Um, it's all about relationship. But in order for her to shine, the warrior must be present to protect her and to say, look, you're not going to access her. She is too valuable, too important for you to access thinking that you can just assume that she's there well, she would have consume. nothing left to give. There were times I remember going, I just have nothing left to give. And that's not honoring to any of the people. It's not fair to the kids in my case. It's not fair to the parents who entrusted their children to me. It's not fair to anyone in that situation if I'm not honoring and protecting my time. Because then I'm giving from that icky space, just like the money we talked about earlier. I'm giving from this icky space and it's like, well, here, you know, I'm 
if I, I'm again using the resentful energy or the yeah. obliga obligation energy and depleted, it's deprived. depleted, deprived, yeah, all those words, instead of giving from that space of, oh, I'm so glad to be here because there are many, many, that's why I went into teaching, so many moments where you feel that, oh, I'm so glad to be here. Then that's a, a way of giving in an exchange for the kids that they're like, oh, I want more of Mrs. Wallace because she's, but Yummy. not in a, yeah, yeah, but not in a, like, oh, I want more of Mrs. Wallace where it's like taking from me, but more of this community building and working together and honoring together yeah. energy. And it's a much sweeter space to come from. By honoring our time and valuing our time, we actually have far more to give and we make a much greater impact. The time that we spend with people, the it's access time. that we do give permission to have is so much brighter and radiant and fulfilling and inspiring because that is the goddess. And when she has time, um, when she has, um, she is entitled to herself first and loves herself first, then she has so much really yummy, juicy energy to give. It's overflowing. It it's is. It's rich and beautiful, it radiant. Is. And by doing that for ourselves, we teach children and other people who have a radiant feminine side that it's okay. We get to level up into a new version of honor instead of it being, you know, good people just give and give and give and give and give and never complain and never feel resentful. We get to up level into this model for other children and other divine feminines who get to see, oh, the, We're leveling the up together. The <laughs> still has the warrior, mm -hmm. you know, the warrior that says, no, you won't access me however the hell you want. So um, for those of you who think that somehow the children will suffer or uh, vulnerable people will suffer when we start setting boundaries and honoring ourselves, no, it's the opposite. We will start freeing other people. The more we give ourselves permission to have ourselves, we give permission. We walk the walk in front of other people who also get to have the freedom to have themselves and be entitled to themselves before anybody else gets to have it. So, I'm glad you brought that up because I think often that we forget the impact we can have personally when we stand in that space and honor that it, we all level up together and we, we change the paradigm. Mm -hmm. It's a whole, it's a huge shift. We're all standing together in, in honoring that particular time, space, energy, and then we all get to move up. Absolutely. We all get to celebrate the goddess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the warrior. Yep. The warrior and the goddess go together. It's not one or the other. And I think we're moving into a time where the feminine, it's been consumed for a long time. The mm -hmm. feminine has allowed her role to be being consumed. And um, we're not here for consumption anymore. And um, we don't need an external warrior. We need our internal warrior to become activated and alive to protect the goddess. And then the ripple effect is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And it will benefit everyone. Yeah, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. We, we covered a idea, lot yeah. of territory. Um, if you guys do have any questions, if this has brought up some uh, triggers for you or questions or 
Um, Stories. Maybe some resistance. Maybe some resistance. <laughs> You're stepping on my toes. <laughs> um, we want to hear about it. Please uh, send us any questions you have or challenges or anything you'd like us to speak about in the future. Um, you can email me your questions or comments at defytheaverage at gmail.com or Marie. Marie at mariesgold.com. And um, you can reach out to us through our Facebook page again, um, which that is facebook.com slash groups slash Braveheart Conversations. And we would love to connect with you there. And we will uh, connect with you on that page next week as well as we go live again. And um, I'm just really grateful for all of you guys being here. I'm super excited to go kick ass this week. And I hope you all do the same. Exactly. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye, guys.